Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. I'm Cliff. Hello, I'm Brett. But what yeah, I, I like anyway? Easter. Not Is much Easter? really. Watching watching films and shit like uh-huh. that. I've been there. Just watching films that I haven't seen before, okay, which I should have seen. Not the usual for you. No, like uh, I watched The Great Escape because I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I loved it. No, it has to stay. <laughs> Donald Pleasance is in it. I didn't know he, he was in it. Okay. Nice. Does he, he play starts. an Nazi? He doesn't. No. Okay. He, play, he, he plays a, a prisoner of war. And I found out he was actually a prisoner of war. Was he? Okay. In, in World War Two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which I didn't know about Donald Pleasance. Okay. But yeah. So I watch like that. Him. Okay. <sighs> He's great. And whilst I watch, uh, I watched uh, The Bridge. Over the river, quiet. Oh, you've been in. You should have left all of these for Easter weekend, shouldn't you? <laughs> I know. I know. I should have done, shouldn't I? Well, yeah, that was good as well. Up for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I've probably Here's seen the Argonauts. Ben, yeah. oh, I've definitely seen that because that's meant. <laughs> all right. I love that one. But, yeah. So, Clash of the Titans. My my crack that one. Never know. Right, what have uh, you been doing? Uh, to be honest, I can't remember. It was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, it was your birthday. <laughs> yeah. I what have I been doing? But I went away for uh-huh. a couple of nights for my birthday. We went to a hotel by the sea. Uh, uh-huh. It was very nice. Very nice. Pearl's decided Good. she doesn't like sleeping again, so uh, we're all a bit uh, tired. Oh, <laughs> um, no. All right. So there's that. But other than that, everything's nice. We had a couple of nice days away. I had a few days off work. Said, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Good, all good. I haven't really watched much on the telly because I haven't been in the house that much. I've been yeah. trying to watch the new series of Succession. I'm now on to my third attempt to watch the first episode. It's not going very well. Uh, no. You've got, you've got to concentrate. I still haven't seen it. Uh, Coronation Street, of course. There was an acid attack in Coronation Street. Um, I think I saw someone about that on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. An acid attack. On the street, on the cobbles. On the cobbles, right? Not in the, <laughs> in the, in the rovers. Uh, it was in the rovers, is it? Uh, yeah. They're getting the hot pot, the acid in the hot pot. No, but a bit of it got on a stool and you saw the stool like melting away. Did you? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's, it, you, you get some crazy stuff on uh, Coronation Street, don't it's you? It's all a bit uh, like miserable at the minute. Acid attack stalkers. You always like that, though? Rapes and that. There's normally some comedy going on, but it's all very miserable right now. So I guess it's EastEnders, the one that's that's. Uh, the, I know. The well, they, I, I've seen the fans are saying it's getting too much like EastEnders. It's all doom and gloom, and issues-based storylines. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bloody issues. Bloody but I, issues. People you'll be going issues. to the fairground tomorrow, will you? Well, that's what I was going to talk to you about. Do, do you like Easter? I mean, I, I used, used to, to love, love it, it as a kid. Uh-huh. Used to love Did it. you used to get new clothes? Of course, Easter, new Cliff. clothes for Easter. Um, uh-huh. Well, I was uh, went to church and that didn't I when I was a kid. So it was yeah. big. It's like it's it's big occasion at church and it's one of the best one of the best bits. It's one of the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, when I was a kid, I used to get new clothes for Good Friday, 
mm-hmm. to get our Easter eggs on the fr- on the Friday and not allowed to eat them till the Sunday. Used uh-huh. to get fish and chips on the Friday, Easter mass yep. and all of that. Um, the marches. The marches at the town centre when they used to have the march. The I don't marches, think that's yes, uh, they... I don't think that's a Catholic march. To be fair, I think it's uh, I think it's <laughs> yeah, pagans. Or something. It? You can still enjoy it. It's not pagans, still enjoy the but... lads dressed up in their little outfits playing the drums yeah, and the trumpets uh-huh. and that. And it, it's back this year, Cliff. The marches are be? back. <laughs> it's been gone. It's been gone for years. Since the COVID. For for some Since COVID. Oh, before then. Before COVID. Okay. Before then. <laughs> but it's back. It's back. So uh, that'll be good. I, I, you know, I might oh, there's still an appetite from the young kids to do the band hey, stuff? People love twirling a stick. I just can't see. I can't. Uh, let's see. T- report back on the out, on the turnout because I'm sure. Yeah, be if many... I go, if I go. Well, there you go. You can't even be bothered to watch. There's not going to be yeah. many people bothered. Hopefully, to I'll be able to hear like the, the, instruments. <laughs> the instruments from my house. That's what I'm hoping. Do you know well, what I mean? Hang on. It's in the town uh-huh. center. How are you going to hear it's, from your it house? It goes. No, I used to watch it on Bolden Lane. I used to go down Bolden Lane the road outside my mum and dad's. There you go. They go quite a journey. You know, that's so. the same one as from Shields. Uh-huh. And then um, they end up at the well, town center. It's worse than I thought. The start of the town centre and the end of the town centre. No, the, I don't know where they start. They start in uh, points of mystery, even for the I, marches. No, it's it's the town, old town hall. I, when I worked the Gazette, I'm sure it used to be from there. Or maybe it ended but there. I, I used to stand on Bolden Lane and watch them. So, And they were, they were heading towards down the street. So that's where I assume that they came never, from. I don't think we'll ever find out. <laughs> no, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd, I'm quite happy leaving it as a mystery. Why don't you? Well, I mean, you could join them tomorrow. Get your, get your trumpet arrow on. I could do, couldn't I? It depends how hungover I am. Let's say that. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. What are you planning on doing the night like? What you got? Well, just just drinking booze. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? The cider again. It's the cider, yes. It's the Hawks Ridge, you know that. Hey, I've got the dark fruits one. It gives us a goddamn headache in the morning. That's why. I mean, dark, I, I might be hungover. It is. I know that's what I was saying to the wife. The dark stuff. Anything dark gives you a hangover, doesn't it? You to say that, didn't they, when we went out? Stick, mm-hmm. to, the, stick to the clear spirits and you won't get a hangover. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. That's because you drink m- mixed your drinks and ate far too many saveloys. No, that's the saveloys was before we started drinking and everybody knows that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, well, it is with you, Cliff. It is with you, for sure. Definitely. So, um, I mean, you've obviously got new clothes because you've got an Ajax top on, haven't you, I've got this Ajax top, but it's, it's but not, not for Easter. Uh, also, Easter eggs, totally forgot, so I haven't got uh, the Ben Easter egg or anything. I just forgot all about it. Also, she's got no idea what Easter is, so, you know, it oh, doesn't well, really matter. Oh, well. She did an does Easter it, egg it... hunt last week, a bit too early. So, I don't know, she might have forgot about it. Um yeah, Brett, do you want to update mm-hmm. on the pigeons? No, not the pigeons again. The flying rats, aren't you? Doesn't matter where you move. Generation. So, hey, yeah, so I'll tell you. Back. Go on then. That's, that's good. Shall I tell you about this uh, this charity event that we mates doing then? Because he wanted us to talk about it. And I, I said I would. You know, I'm a, yes, I'm a nice fellow. I can't remember agreeing to this, but it's a charity well, event. So there, you go. there you go. It's called. Can't well say now, can I? I can't say no now. You can't pull out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> it's called Walk and Wags. Okay. And like I said, it's a it's a charity dog walking event Sexy. on the Lees in South Shields. Okay. Wags, yes. as in the sexy ladies? You, you're just going to, well, let's hope so. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully there'll be, you know, a couple of sexy dogs. <laughs> well, women dogs. <laughs> Women dogs, obviously. <laughs> well, I'm not bothered. <laughs> and it's on the 21st of May from 10 a.m. or 3 p.m. That's okay. Sunday, the 21st. Okay. Um, it's raising funds for Tiny Lives, a mm-hmm. Newcastle dog and cat shelter. Okay. And listen to this, Cliff. There's professional kids' face painting going to be happening. So there's going to be face paints for the kiddies. Kiddies' face paints. Kiddies' face paints. <laughs> <laughs> Different activities going on. I don't know. I hope so. 
people won't know what we're talking about. Well, when they say that, but there was a, a guy on King Street who used to shout that, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yes, face paints sit. for the kiddies. Face paints for Kid- the kiddies. Kiddies uh-huh. face paints. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, he's meant. No, nobody took them up on it, but <laughs> so there's <laughs> there's loads of stuff going on. Kids football and stuff. Hey, there's an assault course for small dogs. Assault course. I don't know. Not... <laughs> an assault course. Yes. Like, like the Crippen Factor. Crippen Factor. And it's free all day. There's loads of charity stalls and food vans and stuff like that. So if if you it's free to register. If you want to register, yeah, you do it at www frontrowevents.co.uk forward slash register hyphen walk and wags. Nobody's writing this down or remembering it. No, but we'll share it on the thing. We'll put it on social media. (laughs) I thought I'd say it anyway. Well, that sounds like a nice event. Um, It does. Hey, you're even allowed to go if you haven't got a dog. We'll move on because uh, we've got a guest waiting to join, so let's let him in. We have. We're saying hello to Mr. Mark Dinning, who's going to help us talk about the film today. Um, here he is, he's coming. That was quick. Let's see if he manages to make it work, because he's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> hello. There he can is. You hear, can you hear me? Hello. Yes, hello. we can hear you. We can hear you. We can hear you. Wow. See, Paul, I've been, I'm like properly versed in technology now. <laughs> good, good. Nice. Good to hear I'm how you're doing. Happy. <laughs> yeah, really good, really good, really, really good to see you both. Well, How's that's life in Dubai? Life in Dubai is uh, it's Ramadan and it's April, and very different to when we first moved out here, Mark. Uh, middle of April and it's cold, like it's not hot. So I don't know what's going on. It's very strange. Wow, wow. And how how are you, Brett? I'm okay. Yes, can't complain, mate. What's I'm it, looking what? forward to Easter. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> How's your good self? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. What's your tradition at Easter? What, are you a lamb man? How, how does it work? <laughs> you know what? I was talking to my mom, and she said you're supposed to have lamb, and I'd never heard of that before. She, she just announced it to us. <laughs> of course, I'd, I'd never heard of it. It was just fish and chips on a Friday. That that was it. That that was mine. And Easter eggs and stuff, and watching the marches oh. like we've already talked oh, about. Oh, well, you missed that. Did, did they do a march where you're from, Mark, on Easter? <laughs> Not that I've noticed. I don't know. I, I've, I can't get to the bottom of it. I can't work out why it happens. <laughs> so there's a march all the way through Shields with like every, your, your scouts, your boys brigade, all, and boys brigade, and all of that. They, uh-huh. like, they all march through the town centre in a Row, but apparently it goes further than the town center all the way around the town. So I don't know. I can't get to the bottom of why it's not religious. I don't it's not any religion I know. <laughs> that is a gift. Sunday this happens, does it? Good Friday. Good Friday. Good Friday, yeah, Mark. Good Friday. I feel like we're straying into like some kind of sectarian stuff. So I don't I don't <laughs> want to say anymore. <laughs> What's what are you doing, Mark? What's happening with the down south and with the family? What are you up to? Yeah, it's all good. All good. I'm busy with work. Um, Working on all... anything interesting you can tell us about? Uh, yeah, I'm doing, um, yeah, get name dropping. So I'm going to interview Tom Cruise again soon for the new Mission Impossible oh, film. Which will he's be probably sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you again. Um, so, no, yeah all, yeah, all sorts going on. The big news here is that I, if I don't make, if I make even less sense than usual, it's because I was up at 2 a.m., because I drove Kaz and Sonny, who Brett is my youngest boy, who's 10, and he's on uh-huh. a football tour to Barcelona. So oh, I had nice. wow. to the airport this morning at four o'clock in the morning. Um, so that's the big news there. And he, last year, they his team won the cup. They went there and defeated the Spanish and came, <laughs> and came back and it didn't go down very well with the Spanish, if I'm honest. But he, he defeated them. <laughs> And so they're now they're now going to kind of defend their crown. So be good. Oh, nice one. Is he? He's he's played. Is he signed by anyone yet? I know he's been doing well, and he plays for a team. No, so he plays for a team called Welling, who are a really good London team. Um, and they but they play loads of great. So Sonny is a Spurs fan, uh, which is a long. Everyone in my house is a different football fan. I'm Leicester, although come about May I might ditch him. <laughs> but uh, I'm joking, I'm joking. Of course I won't. 
But yeah, Sonny's a Spurs fan, and two weeks ago they went to Spurs and played Spurs, which for him was a dream come true. And they won 5-1, and he got two goals and two assists. So what? he was like man of the match. What? So uh, I'm waiting for the phone call from Spurs as we speak, and my retirement package to be... Uh, to <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fending them off, I think, won't you? Maybe you'll yeah. get signed up by Barcelona on this trip. That would be mm-hmm. nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, do you know what? Live in the sun, that'd be good, wouldn't it? It would. It would be nice. It would be very nice. Mark, Only one it's of all, all around. Do you, do you still do work with Apple? Is that Tetris <laughs> film? Is that new Tetris film on Apple? Is it? It is. I, I've not seen that. The one I'd say you should see, have you guys seen Severance? That's excellent. No, Again, but it looks good. I want to see that. Is that Adam Scott, is that his name? That guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's directed by Ben Stiller. It's Adam Scott. It's That's really good. And okay. if, it's a, if it's a spacey one you're after, there's For All Mankind, which has been going a while now. I think it's on season three. And that's the one where the it's kind of an alternate reality, just ever so slightly removed, where the Russians, or rather the Soviets, mm-hmm. beat the Americans to be, become the first nation on the moon. Okay. And, and, and therefore the ramifications that spill out from that. All right, okay. So, and it's quite an interesting idea. So it's sort of, um, so the idea is kind of like, well, maybe the Americans wouldn't have become so complacent with the space race. The idea is kind of like, well, we won that. So then we moved on and did other stuff. And the idea yeah. is, well, if if the pesky Soviets beat us to it, maybe we would have tried harder and maybe we'd all be on Mars by now. Okay. But there's all these uh-huh. kind of like real world ramifications. Like, I'm pretty sure in it, um, John Lennon doesn't get assassinated for some okay. weird non effect. And all this, right. so it's quite it's quite fun actually. It's sort of a nearly real reality. Yeah, that sounds good. An alternative reality, yeah, like like yeah. the man in the high castle and stuff. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yes. it's very like that. Really good. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. I'll check that out. I think. Well, so that's, not? that's one plug for Apple TV. Done. <laughs> 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 um, well, we're not here to talk about that, Brett. Don't tell us what we're here to talk about. We're, talk, we're here to talk about the stuff, Cliff. The stuff. That's, yes. Yeah, that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> and I think the reason why I want to watch it, because this is the first time I've ever seen it, is I was terrified of the cover as a kid. You know, when you go into the VHS shops, there's video shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was the, the cover of it, like a man's elongated head and this white stuff coming out of his mouth. And it terrified <laughs> us. So I'd, ne- I'd never, ever seen oh, it. I thought until... you'd seen it before. No, nah, I'd never, ever seen it until a few. And I loved it because it's fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> mad film. Um, it is. Give us a synopsis, Brett. You want a synopsis? All right, then. Of course. So uh, the stuff is a 85 comedy horror satire. Mm, three things there. <laughs> Written and directed by Larry Cohen. In the film, a sweet and addictive substance becomes a popular dessert in the United States, but soon begins attacking people and turning them into zombies. Mm. The film is a satire on American lifestyle and consumerism. Yes, it is. It is indeed. Nice one. Mark, Thanks. have you seen it before? Yeah, I, I had, and actually... It's funny what you say, Brett, because I was the the exact opposite. I loved that video. I'm older than you guys, right? So I'm I'm 48. So I was in the the VHS shop, and I was actually in a kind of a and I lo- the, like the worse the cover, the more I was interested. I love the yeah. an exterminator and all that. And I remember I have seen it before, and I didn't like it before, and I really like it now. But I remember being really disappointed with it as actually it turned out all audiences were when no one went to see it when it came out. <laughs> yeah. Because it had been marketed as this horror thing. And I was in a real kind of like melty man phase. <laughs> so I, so I obviously I'm obviously Robocop was made later, but I'm seeing these all at the same time because I would have been yeah. kind of, you know, and I loved the melty man in Robocop. 
always love a <laughs> melty Nazi and Raiders and all that. And then there was a film called uh, Street Trash that I don't know if you guys saw that had some great melty people. So for me, it was the latest in the Melty Man saga. And, and it doesn't really deliver on the... Well, I mean, there are melty people in it. It's, but it's, it's obviously not a horror film, which is why I didn't no. like it. Yeah. But I do like it now. It, it's yeah. funny that you should say that. I love Robocop, and I, I, that was one of the things that I loved at that time. But that man who gets the acid poured on him, it's horrific. It's horrible. <laughs> Help me! And all that. <laughs> he, he just explodes when the car hits him. It's horrible. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> um, Brett, this, uh-huh. I can't believe you hadn't seen this before, because this is better than your favourite They Live that we did in the other week. No, it is not better than Leave. It's, it, it's the exact same film. <laughs> it's not the exact same film it's at the, all. It's the same premise. <laughs> no, it's satire, I guess. And, and you, well, you mix everything TV in the same pot. Eat yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it made it's, me it's think not, of it. I know it's, I know yeah, it's, it's not similar. the same, but it did make me think of it. it hasn't got rowdy uh-huh. piper in, but which is know. yeah, which is terrible. <laughs> they live is way better than this. It is. <laughs> I knew Much you would better. Like that. Yeah, it's enjoyable, <laughs> but it's it's hardly a cinematic great. But I was I'd never even heard of it before. So you've obviously both seen it in the video shop. I'd never I used to be terrified of all scary films, so I probably will have seen it but not noticed it back then. Mm-hmm. Um but I'd never heard of it in the years since. I I don't know whether it's a cult thing that anybody talks about or watches anywhere i suspect not other than you brett so how how did you pick up on it now well it was always in my mind i mean i watched everything else i was a bit like mark (laughs) well i had i I, I was you know i watched hellraiser as a kid and all that kind of stuff the the cover terrified you of hellraiser didn't it cliff but i'd seen obviously the thing which is much more horrific than this i mean Mm -hmm. this is like a comedy but yeah. I, I don't know, there was just something about the the cover that <laughs> it didn't sit well with us. But I, I shouldn't have been like that at all, because it's pretty tame, really, the film, well, isn't it? Well, There's a couple got... of, ex, of sort of heads, sort of, a, a dog's head goes. But it's all, <laughs> it all looks pretty big, doesn't it? It's, <laughs> oh, so what do you think of the effects? Because obviously it's got the kind of practical effect in that you like, and I know you do as well, Mark. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, st- I like I prefer practical effects to you know CGI and stuff like that. But it, I think it all adds to the craziness. How pretty terrible they are! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you think they're the not the part? best? Do you think they're rubbish? Yeah, I do, I do, but I but I like them for it. But also, yeah. it's more that no one kind of reacts to the madness. So my favorite <laughs> effect in the thing is when Michael Moriarty who. Clearly, we have to talk about this performance. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know where he was going with this. But in in a moment, like he, I think I'm right in saying, because I'd had a few when I watched it. But I think I'm right in saying he's he's not yet. He knows something's afoot. So he's a corporate. He's been employed by the ice cream companies who are miffed that this new product is basically outselling their products. And so he, so they employ this. He's like a, oh, that's right, I've written it down. He's a corporate saboteur. So yes. he's a corporate saboteur. And he goes investigates. He knows something's amiss, but he doesn't really know what. And then he is running uh, away and he punches a guy in the face who's chasing him and his whole face flies off. And he doesn't react. He just kind of goes, get in the boat. And they get in the boat. But I do like the, the face. I think that's the best. That's the best bit. Brett and, Brett and I both said like, oh, I bet you can guess what my best bit is. And I was like, presumably it's the one where they get in the boat and run away from those fellas. <laughs> and it, was, it what, wasn't. That's not my favorite bit. <laughs> there's, that, there's that bit, and then the bit with the bed is obviously the other. The bit with the bed is is absolutely genius because this stuff it, it 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 moves and you know it, it comes alive, doesn't it? There's a, a boy called Jason who opens the fridge and he sees it moving, so he mm. won't eat it. Even though his his family are insistent that, that he eats it, <laughs> quite insistent, yeah, <laughs> they were very insistent. But the, like my favorite bit is they, they they go they go to a hotel, him and a woman who he's just met, 
who immediately is romantically involved with. <laughs> <Got> no reason <laughs> whatsoever. This is it does. So he's in a hotel with her, and the, the stuff, this yogurt stuff, comes out of a pillow and it attaches to his face. <laughs> now the woman. The only way that she can think of getting rid of this stuff is by setting his face on fire. It's just, well, I thought she it was sets his, like, his face on fire. That's wonderful, lass. I thought it was a bit like, you know, s'mores, like she's try, like a marshmallow thing. She's just trying to, like, toast it a bit. And it might... <laughs> but why would you go to... I'll, your first thought is, right, I'm going to set this man's face on fire. Me love total, total chaos then, and then it starts gushing out of the mattress and like I know. another fella against the wall. It's well, like, oh. another fella just comes running into the room while all this is happening. It's like insane. Like, where's this man come from? And it, it gets him instead. Oh, it's wonderful. That bit. Absolutely <laughs> class. I also like the other bit where the man's terrified of his dog for seemingly no reason. His own dog. <laughs> He's really trying to make it look terrifying, though. <laughs> really... But just to go back, I've got a good fact. Uh, go on. So that, according to uh, the Googles, so I'm not entirely sure how true it is, but I did think it, actually, when it was happening, is it says on, on, on the internet that actually that room where everything starts flipping around is the room, is the... The mechanism that they used to shoot the Johnny oh, Depp. Okay, scene. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually think it's the Tina one where Tina goes up to the ceiling. Yeah, the, and it's the same room that they use. So that's that's my one possibly okay. drawn on. <laughs> well, but it could be, couldn't it? But even better, my favourite scene, and actually the the Bernie face thing is just gold. But it's more <laughs> it's the scene that gets in there. So to flash back. So this guy, Michael Moriarty, who's called, he's, he's David Mo, because he always wants Mo, right? Oh, money, yeah. I always want Mo, Rutherford, right? So he's a corporate saboteur. And we first meet him when he goes to a yacht where all the ice yep. cream mates have invited him. <laughs> and he walks in and just got, just basically tells all of them that they're dicks. Like he is so rude to them. And then he leaves with an envelope of cash. And then we cut to him there then. I mean, inexplicably, genuinely. So we cut to the woman who's responsible for the stuff's marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. made uh -huh. this multi-billion dollar thing. And she's shooting some hot models in swimming costumes on a runway shoot for this new stuff commercial. He just walks in, apropos of nothing. He's got nothing to do with anyone here. He's got no badge. <laughs> And he just stops. He shuts the whole thing down. Just goes, oh, <laughs> he, he oh, does. everyone, just everyone, sit down. <laughs> I'm having a word with this woman here. And they all just go, okay. And then, then he's an absolute dick to her. He's so rude and condescending to her. And then he says, he says, uh, he said, the line is something like, hey, where do you, you know, want to, let's go for dinner. Where do you want to go for dinner? And out of nowhere, she goes, what hotel are you staying at? And he says, <laughs> Roosevelt, and she goes, do they do room service in the bedroom? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, we're back after a break. Um, we were talking about uh, how much Michael Moriarty's character... Uh, was just a bit of a dick to everyone for no reason. And uh, we we didn't really get into what the story is. Now it starts, Brett, the beginning of the film, I'm sure <laughs> you'll agree, is a little bit like one of your other favourite films, The Thing. <laughs> no, it isn't. Because in the beginning of this film, two old fellas see something bubbling out the ground and just eat it. So that's not like The Thing at all, is it? But it's in the snow, isn't it? I thought it was like a North Pole expedition. <laughs> and also, I, I think the film's set in the like the deep south of America, isn't it? Why is it snowing? <laughs> well, I've got no, it shouldn't I, be. I genuinely assumed they were on a North Pole expedition, like your mates on the thing. And then it's no. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, that isn't it? How they just see it bubbling out the ground and you I'll, I'll he just it. puts his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> ab- absolutely disgusting. Also, also, it's the stuff is white. There's yeah. in the snow, which is white. So yeah. For one, he inexplicably notices some white in the white. And goes, oh, what's that? And then yeah, he sticks his fingers in it. Oh, it. <laughs> it's the mysterious it's just, power of the stuff. So it is. Then, I mean, it's, it's just he, bubbling from the ground, isn't it? And then you fast forward. To, to sort of sell it, you know, yeah. mass produce it and sell it. Yeah, so you fast forward the and the stuff has now been marketed as some kind of yogurt kind of uh, sweet treat for people. It's very 80s, mm-hmm. isn't it? All the marketing and the families and all of that. Like It's like any big 80s family film, I guess, like from Big and all of that stuff. Um, and but, that, but Big Ice Cream is fucking fuming about the success of this stuff. <laughs> So those old suits on their yacht, as we mentioned before, get Moriarty in the industrial saboteur to Uh find out what, like, because they can't work out the ingredients so they can rip it off and make it themselves. That's the point of it. So they get Uh this fella involved, go and infiltrate the stuff factory, get to know the people, work out what it is, because we'll make it and then we'll make all the money. But Moriarty just, like you said, Mark, just goes off on his own like fucking mad adventure for like, yeah. <laughs> and and you said before we need to talk about him and his performance. I've never seen anything like it. For a start, he's about eight foot tall, which is co- absolute comedy all the way through. He's so lanky, and his his legs are so long, and he's uncomfortable even when he gets in that boat, and he's like got to crouch down and get in there and sit on the seat and stuff. Uh, there must have been an element of like just the slapstick of his appearance as part of this. I think. What do you think? Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, he's in. So he's in. Um, one of Larry Cohen's previous movies, so Cue the Winged Serpent. Yeah. And so he's obviously sort of seen some, and he's by all accounts, you know, a, a revered character actor, but I just don't know what he's going for. <laughs> so he's this, this sort of Texan kind of boy with a drawl, like massive misogynist, doesn't give a shit. He's ex, he's ex FBI. And they've thrown him out of the bureau for reasons I don't think we ever discover. Probably just we can from... guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I think it's it's mainly because of his horrific boots. That's what I think. <laughs> He's got a grey suit on and these awful red coloured boots. What what's he doing? What's his deal, man? They're absolutely terrible. Uh, he is strange. Uh, uh, he's in um, he's in Return to Salem's lot, I think. Him, ah. the actor, 
Moriarty, but uh, I've only sort of half watched Return to Salem's Lot. I, I love Salem's Lot, obviously, the original mm-hmm. one, but uh, I, I've only half watched the second one because apparently it's not very good. No. <laughs> Is the yeah, first yeah, one any good? Yes, the first one. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the, one of the scariest things I've ever seen as a kid is is when a vampire sort of taps on the window in Salem's Lot. Terrified. Uh-huh. You don't know anything about Salem's Lot? It's about nothing. three hours long. <laughs> literally nothing about it. Is it it's Stephen good. King? The book's good as well. Stephen the King. Kid, right. vampire, kid vampire scratching on the window. I know exactly the bit. Yeah, That's it, yeah. Proper, proper scary, that. It, it oh, is like sound absolutely that. terrifying. <laughs> absolutely terrifying. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Sorry, go on. So no, I was going to say, talking to kids, my other favourite scene in, in this film, and there's so many, but is the kid... So, Brett, you were saying earlier, so, yeah, the kid, he... In a kind of a ghostbusters moment one night, so everyone's eating the stuff all over America. It's the biggest new hot food craze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he owns his fridge and kind of a ghostbusters thing, and he sees yeah. this yacht actually moving... Mm-hmm. And and so, and he instantly just hates the stuff, <laughs> and his family are going like, "You got to, you got to eat the stuff, you got to eat the stuff." And then he just goes mad in a supermarket. That's <laughs> wonderful, smashes, that, isn't it? Smashes the shit. Like, gets the like stuff. a broom. <laughs> <laughs> Like, knocks goes along an entire supermarket like aisle, knocking it all off of the stuff. My favorite bit of that is when a security guard attempts to jump on all of the fallen uh, tubs of the stuff to, I don't know, like gather them up like mid-fall and he just launches himself like a full like body splash on these fallen things because they're like obviously absolutely confused of what this kid is doing going up, going wild in this shop and this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there's, there's, there's too many kind of aspects to this, isn't there? Like that that kid part of it, I guess, is the the human element that's meant to this is how it affects families um but when it keeps going back to that family and i love the bit where they're like they're at the point where they're going to like i don't know kill him or torture him if he doesn't eat it like because he's refusing so he goes okay i'll take some up to my room and i'll eat it but he throws it down the toilet and it like comes back up like twice as strong and like bubbles up and stuff so he just flushes it again it's fine the second time it it goes Um, so he fills up the tub with shaving foam and goes downstairs he's like yeah it's it's nice actually you were right silly me I should have ate it all along Uh, and the the dad goes oh go on I'd love another bit like give me some of that and he's like no no way I'm sharing this it's so good and he just keeps eating it (laughs) but I love that Obviously, you're watching you. You're watching this unfold, thinking, well, "I must be horrible to just be eating all of that, like shaving foam." And then he throws up because it's horrible, gives the yeah. game away. I just think it's a, a great little bit that it, it doesn't. There's no get out of jail card. Like there's no poetic license with it. He doesn't get away with it. He actually does. Like go fucking. I can't do this anymore. Shit, and jumps out of a window and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is about that, his family, uh, even initially his father, it's he's like, like Patrick Bateman, isn't he? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> he's like American Psycho. He's his father, isn't he? When he, he he catches him downstairs, what you doing, son, and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And then they just get progressively worse when they've got like balls of the stuff <laughs> for their dinner and things it's like an, that. It's it's an interesting <laughs> that's, that's... bit. Like it shows you like how it's like taking over like it's it's zombifying the the nation or whatever yeah, it's um, taking over the minds isn't it it's like the body snatchers or something but it's just it? a bit but there's no explanation of like what the stuff is it alive it's, and wants to destroy humans or is it just does it just want people to eat it like i don't think there's an ex unless i'm wrong i don't think there's an explanation about like what it is or what it wants that's almost like the screenplay was written in about four days. And never, <laughs> yeah, there's just like got some good set pieces and God, maybe you can like squirt really big and pin somebody against the wall. And they're like, yeah, that'll be class that bit. But like, yeah. there's, there's no real like thread of what it's going to like. 
you get it consumerism and, and the, yeah. the nation's going to pot because of consumerism like I, I get it but actually the the narrative of the stuff and what it does and why it's doing it and who's profiteering from it and why people fall for it like it doesn't really hang together across the 90 minutes of the film or whatever but it's enjoyable enough that you don't Care that much but that's, about it. That's but you know that's it, from scene to scene, it, it's exactly the same. You know, there's no kind of continuity in the way that yeah. people are behaving. For example, you know, the bit with uh, the advertising woman, he's he's immediately in a relationship with her <laughs> the next time we see her. They also after that little bit where he, you know the kids Jason is with his family and eating the stuff they try to force feed him, Moriarty turns up and Saves him, doesn't he? Saves him, he's he doesn't even car. know who he is. <laughs> then he, he takes him on a private jet, which obviously he's got. I don't know how, but he, he's got a private jet. And, and then they just forget that they've kidnapped this kid. They forget all about him. So he's there's asleep. like, there's, there's he's no one like. The, he's asleep on the plane, is he? So they just yeah, leave him. They, go, oh, just leave him. <laughs> they just completely forget about him, don't they? <laughs> So there's no like continuity in it and stuff. It's, had a it's rough like night. an amalgamation of like the blob, isn't it? And you know, and the other films, you know, like like I've just mentioned. <laughs> but that's what reminds me of the blob. You know, like the way that moves and stuff like that. The I stuff. think that's quite good. I I quite like that bit. We were talking about the fridge where it's kind of inching its way along, like this kind of little sluggy kind of thing, and you can. It almost you almost feel like it's gonna like grow and become a thing, but it doesn't. It just always is the stuff, but is in various forms. Like it's this little slug thing that moves. But how do you? Why are you eating that? Like I don't understand. It's alive. Like what does it do? Because it's sweet and, and tasty, Cliff. And then it shoots. <laughs> then it's shooting like a I don't know, like a like marshmallow fucking river at people, <laughs> and then it's coming out of people's eyes. <laughs> like forcing the guys, the guy's head apart, which is obviously the cover of the video. Yeah, like that, that bit, that bit at the end in the is it a recording studio, a radio studio, or something? Or is it is this with the chocolate chip Charlie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when it gets into that, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious, really. But like that bit where his face is elongating and it's coming out of his, like his tongue's popping out and all of that. It suddenly becomes uh-huh. quite like gory body horror when the rest of it's totally ludicrous. It's just on his look much like his performance. It's totally all over the place. This I think in tone and style and like yeah, the screenplay. Obviously, I don't think anybody bothered filling in the gaps when they just came up with a rough sketch of what's going to happen here. They're like, yeah, well, we'll just film it now then and see what happens. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I I read that it was. So Larry Cohen came up with it because he kept reading about new fast foods and whatever being put out into the American marketplace and then withdrawn three months later because somebody figured out, actually, this is really bad for your health. Okay. And there's there's one shot that I think literally is the idea of the whole film, which is, so at a certain point, the American public figures out thanks to our heroes that actually this stuff is killing you hence i have to say actually it's one of the best taglines that i never knew existed so the tagline for this is are you eating it or is it it eating you (laughs) and there's there's one shot that kind of sums up the whole film so the american public realized that actually this fast food phase fad is killing them so they blow up a stuffed shop which is deliberately placed right next door to a McDonald's that they've been yeah. standing up. So yeah. it's kind of like, you see where he's going with it. It's like this this fast food shit's killing our nation, killing the world kind of thing. But really, that's the one idea in the whole film. <laughs> and it's just populated with like lunatics, including yeah. obviously Paul Sorvino, who you know, yes. I'm sure you guys enjoyed that classic. <laughs> he, he, he was a... Uh, overlooked recently for the they didn't put him on the in memoriam section of the oscars oh really i didn't realize this, right. is, this is probably why this film <laughs> I didn't no, he's off. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah. that's 
that's the other thing about the film. It's like all over the place. I don't know if this is, you know, it's meant to be the case or not, but Savino is like an army guy who like owns a castle and two radio stations <laughs> and they just turn up at his place. And he's, he's the most right wing man in any film I've ever seen. And he's your hero. He saves the day. This racist, misogynistic man He's the one that saves the day, isn't it? And like, what message is that trying to send? I don't know. Again, I don't get it. I thought this had shades of again. We've only watched it recently, but Rambo when they, those guys come in. <laughs> God. Rambo. He felt to me like a kind of a not to get too political, but a Donald Trump poster boy. Like, mm. oh, yeah, watching it now. Watching it now. He's an overweight, racist, misogynist who basically just keeps touching up the girlfriend when she turns up. I think at one point he goes, I should have I should have always gone into battle with you as he runs in with his arm around her, shooting. And like Trump, he's like controlling the media for his mad conspiracy theories. And all yeah. of a sudden, this conspiracy theory lands in his lap. And he goes to town. He's like Colonel Kurtz. But yeah, he is. It's, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Uh-huh. Again, it's like you can kind of see where that might go if it was rounded out and done well, like a Colonel Kurtz kind of thing. But actually, like Brett says, surprisingly, no, he's just the hero. Like he's this mad nutcase that stands for all kind of bad. Like you'd think he would be right on the side of these big business, the big business that's doing this. It, like it, <laughs> it's because he refers to them as commies, doesn't he? Yes. He, 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 <laughs> he, he, that part of the the story where. Obviously, you know, in America, people would worry that the communists, the Russians or whatever, well, would in the infiltrate era, that, yeah. their lives and stuff like that and get themselves into government and change policies and stuff. And the stuff is like, you know, is the commies in his eyes, isn't it? It's took over the American public and things like that. And he's the only one that can save the day, this terrible right-wing funny, militia funny. fella. It's so funny. <laughs> The other thing that I found was really funny was when the that actually he's got a plane as well, this fella, Sabino as well. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got this massive army, but the planes were very small. And it kind of was a shot of like they must have had two doors open, loads of soldiers running out this plane, about 60 soldiers out of this <laughs> yeah, tiny, tiny, tiny it. plane. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it was great. <laughs> do you think it was do you think it's meant to be this funny yeah so so famously this is the oh i say famously i've googled it let's be honest <laughs> so this is so this is by um oh who the famous b-movie guy um corman roger corman production it's his kind of production company made it and they were obviously i don't know what what at what point Corn was involved or whatever. But so Cohen makes this film that they were anticipating was going to be this horror movie and he delivers it. And then in a kind of Weinstein-esque way, they sort of recut it and stick that, you know, the, the famous poster on it and stuff and basically yeah. market it as a horror film, which is never what Cohen wanted it to mm. be, which is kind of why it sort of bombed because everyone went to it for the poster. They're like, yeah, brilliant. Okay, here we go. And then actually, it's not that at all. So no, I think Cohen kind of meant it as, because he's kind of a mad filmmaker, really. Like he kind of, I mean, all his films are mad. None of them are really very good. But I didn't, <laughs> I didn't actually know. I don't know if you guys knew this that he, in his later years, then started writing screenplays. So he did, he did the screenplay for a film I loved. I've not seen it for years. Called Maniac Cop. He wrote. The yeah, <laughs> I saw that recently. Actually, is it? Does it hold up? Uh, well, Bruce Campbell's in it, isn't he? I think so. <laughs> you know what you're getting from it, type oh. thing. But I, I enjoyed watching it for sure. It's. I mean, it's a great. He did like so. His screenplays like high concept. So he did that. He did Phone Booth. Yeah, not an amazing movie, but a great concept. Yeah, he did. Uh-huh. He did Cellular, which is one with Kim Basinger's. Isn't she in the boot of a car? And well, that and both are almost the same, same right? Yeah. Exactly. He also, Mark, created the Invaders. I don't know. As a kid, did you watch the TV show The Invaders? 
No, I don't know that one. You don't know that one? Oh, mm. I used to watch that as a kid. It used to be on Channel 4 about 5 o'clock and stuff like that. It, obviously, aliens taking over the Earth and stuff. And, and he created that programme. Yeah, yeah, that, that, I think that was the 60s and stuff. Okay. But uh, I loved that as a kid. And like I say, he created that, but I think he got booted off after like the first episode or something. So <laughs> he wasn't allowed any input yeah, in it. I think he, I think you're right, Mark. He's got these good ideas, man. <laughs> but I'm not sure he can see the stuff through himself <laughs> to like completion. But I mean, writer, director, fucking, you know, there's only few people can pull that whole auteur thing off. And all right, he, he ha- kind of has it a bit. But if you look at his career, it's like all over the place. I mean, right? it's, it's low doing. budget films with big ideas, isn't it? And, you know, that's to be applauded, I think, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I think he's so. got big ideas and stuff, but he's doing it on, you know, a very small amount of money. I but, watched one recently from him as well called God Told Me To. I don't know if you've seen that one, Mark. No, I really want to see it. In reading about him for this, I thought, wow, that's how people say that's his best film. Is that right, do you think? Well, it's completely insane. it's like it's just loads of different ideas just in one film type thing Uh, I enjoyed watching it but it's off its tits completely off its tits (laughs) I've never heard of it it I'll I'll look out for that it's Mm -hmm. a serial killer film is it is that right (laughs) and uh, alien abduction and uh, god figures are in there as well (laughs) (laughs) so you know that's loads of stuff in there (laughs) apparently it takes like it's very complex as well so it might take a couple of viewings to know understand what's going on if you ever get there because it is really (laughs) off its tits crazy Interesting. Well, I look that up. I think that sounds like I would like to watch that one. Um, sounds a bit like what was that terrible one I watched recently with Malkovich and uh, the fat uh, Martin Lawrence? That was really, oh. really, really serial awful. killer one. The serial killer one, but also um, possession of bodies and god figures and all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Terrible. But also, Cliff, Malkovich. Cliff loves Malkovich, by the way, Mark. No, very suspicious <laughs> of that man. <laughs> these motives. <laughs> Matt Damon does a good Malkovich impression. I saw that on a on YouTube at some point. Oh, talking yeah. about Matt Damon, what is this Nike film? There's a lot of like industrial films out at the moment are coming out. Guess that's the the latest trend in Hollywood. Mark, yeah. you probably have more insight on that. I've not seen it. I think that's the first from their production company. Um, Affleck and Damon have, have got this production company. They've got a lot of stuff in development at the moment. I think they've got one for Apple as well, actually coming up. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, I, I, um, I like them a lot. Actually, I think they get a lot of stick, especially Ben Affleck gets a lot of stick. Some of which he's brought. Yeah, I think himself. he's a bit rehabilitated now. I think these di- his films that he's directed or well thought of. I, I, I don't know. He's obviously people love him as Batman, don't they? <laughs> a lot of people love him as Batman, but I don't. I don't get Did that they? personally. Yeah, yeah. People really? like a fanboy. I thought he was like universally hated. No, he's Batfleck, isn't he? Is that what he's called? Something like that. Yeah, my my kids, they they for him, you know, for them, he's their Batman. It's like how Roger yeah. Moore's Roger Moore's my Bond. I don't yeah. think he's best, but he's just the one I grew same up. Same for me. Yeah, same yeah. for me. Yeah. Matt, so, Matt, yeah. I, Matt Damon, I remember I um I always liked him because he I went I didn't one of the first interviews I did was in New it was the first time I ever went to New York and it was for that golf movie The Legend of Bagger Vance and I can't remember the I'd read that he was a fan of whoever the Boston Red Sox or whatever and the day we, I happened to be doing the interview we were in a really high hotel room looking down over the streets of New York. And the New York team, I guess, I don't know, the Yankees, or I don't know anything about American sport, but they'd beaten his team and they, it was their victory parade. So being a dick, I kind of went, oh, this must be a bit um, a bit difficult for you, kind of being sat here while you're, you know, the other team parades. And he went, yeah, it is quite difficult. He said, do you support football, soccer? I went, yeah, yeah, I'm a Leicester City fan. And he went, yeah, well... I guess it's about as difficult as when you got beat last week by Spurs 3-1, when you were 1-0 up to the 80th. Like, and he just was inside. <laughs> he, knew. 
He just yeah. destroyed Leicester City, which isn't that hard to do. To be but the, he knew he knew all of it, and it was, it was just a great, yeah, fuck you, actually. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> so I think those two are properly like inside. It's not bullshit. Like they actually, when they say like, oh, we love sports and stuff. I think they genuinely do. I was really impressed mm. by. It. I thought, yeah, fair play, all right, fine. Yeah, you, you win. <laughs> you it's win an interesting game. concept though to have it a Fulham yeah. about a shoe. <laughs> well, I think I'm surprised it's taken this long. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's Tetris. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's the same as social network, isn't it? Like, Aaron Sorkin and David Fincher made a courtroom drama out of Mark Zuckerberg making Facebook. What's the, what's the sequel going to be? The Clog. <laughs> well, did anybody make a clog? I don't think so. But I think there well, seems to be... A, there seems to be a bunch of people making films now about these corporate yeah. success stories and stuff. Not mm-hmm. all of them have worked, obviously, after Social Network was seen two failed Steve Jobs ones, and you know, they, not all have been successful, but that story is good. And I think it's probably on the back of that Michael Jordan documentary that was out because that was super popular. Um, and it's, the, the film was about the make and the air Jordan, right? And about getting him involved. So I, I think it'll be good. It, it looks good. Well, the thing is, until you've seen it, you don't you don't know, do you? I mean, it's all right if, to criticise a film about a shoe, but it might be great. We're not. You, know, you, you are. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I am. And also the Tetris one. I've read a few things about the Tetris one. I haven't watched it. I'll probably watch it this weekend. Um, actually, there's a graphic novel about it, which I've got about that story and i think this is based on that but nobody seems to have mentioned it it's the the graphic novel is about this exact thing and i think the film has that taken that as a screenplay kind of basis and made the film on the back of that but i've read a bunch of reviews like that just going why did how where did this story come from but there is like a, a text there to yeah. base it on. well i've seen a documentary about the 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 person who made tetris and obviously in Russia, obviously, you know, communism and stuff like that, obviously none of the money went to him. It all went to the state and stuff like that. Yeah. And he, this was this massive game and things. So that part of it's interesting. So I think I'll, I'll definitely watch the Tetris one, I think. Yeah, and I'll also yeah. give the show one a go. Okay, good. <laughs> Very bad man of us of you. <laughs> Brett, do you want to do a quiz? What you got? I do. Yeah, I have a quiz. It's about food. It's a food quiz. You can both... Jump in with the answers. Okay. Cliff knows now about food, obviously. Do you, Cliff? <laughs> <laughs> According to a recent study, what is the most addictive food? Oh, I think reckon? I would say, if it includes drinks, I think I would say Coca Cola. I would, I would go Haribo Tanfastics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like the Haribos as well, Cliff, don't you? Yes, can't, can't get enough of them. You can't. I'm afraid it's pizza. Oh, really? That's the answer. I don't like the sound of that. Well, I don't think it's addictive. It's a recent study. I don't know who's done this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The durian fruit is banned from being eaten in public spaces and public transport in Singapore. But why? Because it absolutely stinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Apparently, it's the world's most foul-smelling fruit. It's like this fucking drink. Does anybody smell it? <laughs> yes, because they, they they have a lot of it here. People, it's, people love it, like from Philippines and Singapore and stuff. But it, it does absolutely stink. I know. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Though. Oh, really? Oh, no, you get it here, but it's, it's always like you. shrink wrapped and like seals, like. You, Wow. It's, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> well, this this has absolutely nothing to do with the uh, the quiz, but uh, has anybody heard of Kasu Marzu? No. 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 Don't know what it is. It, it's not a question. So it's a cheese, right, which is a, a popular delicacy in Sardinia, and apparently it's not for the faint-hearted, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's made by injecting... Perichino, which I assume is the cheese. I have no idea. Pecorino? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, With fly lava, right? (laughs) Which then digests the cheese and consequently accelerates the level of fermentation. 
Connoisseurs even recommend people consume the controversial cheese with the maggot still intact. No. That is horrific. <laughs> that, absolutely awful. Why so you'll not be having that. that. that well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's a, it's a delicacy. It's like uh, Indiana Jones where they're eating the monkey's brains. Or, or those half, half chicks in the shells. Don't like that. Yeah, awful. That's stuff like that, yeah. When you said perinchino, I thought it was that <laughs> bit. <laughs> there was an Italian footballer. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, he was brilliant in Italian 90, wasn't he, though? <laughs> he was, he was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is that lovely bit between the balls and the arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that lovely bit. <laughs> Next one, then. Do you know the name of the fish, which, if not properly prepared, can cause... Partial paralysis and death by asphyxiation. Well, I know this. Yeah. Is Anybody seen fish. The Simpsons? Have you seen The Simpsons episode? I don't, with this I don't fish? like The Simpsons. I don't like The Simpsons. <laughs> it's a puffer what, fish, what isn't it? But is it that's what its real name is? I'll go no. stonefish. It's a good guess. It's the fugle fish. Oh. I think if you Google it, it'll say puffer fish. No, it will not. It'll say fugle fish. Well, it's a Japanese one. I had it for the first time about a month ago. It can kill you if You've it's it? not prepared. Yeah, I had it about a month ago. Uh, uh-huh. it can, if you don't, I don't know, there's like a gland that if they cut into the gland and yeah. you get the fish with whatever comes out, with the secretion from the gland on it, you'll die. Uh, so they've got to prepare it properly. But I think like nobody dies of it, but it's the thing like if you did do that, you would die. Yeah, I had it about a month ago. And I, I don't think it's worth the jeopardy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I wouldn't have it anyway. Well, there you go. Homer had it on the, on the Simpsons, and he's paralyzed by it. On one okay. of the very early Simpsons episodes. But, okay. uh, yeah. Next one, then. Which food is banned from being imported to the United States of America as livestock lungs shall not be saved for use as human food. What? I've that was long-winded. And, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think you read it very well. I, I did, I read, it. I read it. I read it exactly how I wrote it. I probably, the writing is the problem. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Is no. that a haggis? It is, is a haggis, yes. Oh, well done, See? You, you understood what I was saying. Scottish heritage, that is. There you go. <laughs> exactly, there you go. Which U.S. soft drink is banned in Japan as part and part of Europe because until recently it contained a flame retardant? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it's not Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you got a guess? I'll go Gatorade. Oh, Ooh, job. it's Just Mountain Dew, I'm oh, afraid. Similar kind of shit. I've got a yeah. bottle of that in the fridge. Fuck that. <laughs> it's, it's going out. Yeah. Don't, don't drink that. <laughs> it is flame retardant. <laughs> but if there's a fire really, in the house, that's a good chuck thing. it on it. <laughs> What's bad about that anyway? <laughs> Would you rather well, it was, you know. like flammable? <laughs> <laughs> well, you prefer the flame. Well, alcohol's flammable, isn't it? I'd prefer that. All right. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you for coming on, Mark. I really uh, appreciate it and good to see you again. And uh, pick the uh, fun film to talk about as well, Brett. Thank you very much for that. No problem. Yes, thanks for coming on, Mark. You're a legend, mate. As uh, I always mess up the music, do you want to say what it is? (laughs) Yes, the music this week is a band from Coventry called Senses with a song called We're Not Wanted. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good as well. All right, well, cheers. It is good. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Brett. See you later. Thank Thank you both very much. Thanks, man. All right. See you later. Are not making sense I don't need
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.